0: was confined in a cave for 40 years, and I wondered greatly that the time of miracles did not arrive. Then was heard a voice proclaiming, A son will be born in the Hebrew year 5386, the year 1626 CE, to Mordecai Zebi, and he will be called Shabbatai. He will humble the great dragon. He, the true Messiah, will sit upon my wrong. Right.
1: Welcome to Like Flint Radio. In this episode, I'm talking to Cliff about the life and times of the false messiah Shabtai Zvi. We've called this episode False Messiahs 2, and you can find episode 1 in our archive at www.likeflintradio.com. Just go there and look for show 31. I think you're going to find this very interesting. It's uh, wide-ranging. It really is about the life and times of Zvi. So we're going to be talking about a number of... Uh, movements that were, uh, in play at that time, not just about his life. So I hope you enjoy it just as much as I did, uh, when I recorded it with Cliff. So let's go now to GK and Cliff and the life and times of Shabtice V. Can we talk about, um, Zvi now because, you know, he's important in this scheme of things and then...
0: He's the one that people ought to really look at.
1: I was going to say the thing was V, and I'm going to get you to talk us through it a bit, is that, um, he was openly declared, um, the Messiah. And I think that's what's fascinating about him. There was no hints or whatever. He was, uh, on that fa- fantastic of all dates, 1666, right? But, um, who, who was he? How, he started life and,
0: and things sure, like that. Sure, sure. Yeah, well, actually, uh, yeah, I, I think maybe, uh, the best way to explain who he is, cause we can fill in, fill in, uh, a lot of questions that I'm sure you're probably going to have. Mm. That, uh, is really just lay it right out. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, and, 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 and even if I get all the way through from start to finish, you know, with the bare bones, I mean, we can just go back in and yeah. start filling, filling that up with flash. Yeah, well, uh, Gershom Sholem, uh, tight mm-hmm. C, the mystical Messiah. It's okay. uh, the really the first uh, the biography of him, right? And that was nineteen seventy three. Yeah. You know, it, it, there have been things written about him, but they were mostly uh, articles and things. And then I have this book, uh, "The False Messiah," is uh, Jack Gratis, that I referred to before. Yeah, and, uh, and it has a lot of good things. Yeah. But it talks about uh, parallel phenomena in the Christian world as well. And uh, that uh, in a lot of ways, V parallels uh, certain uh, uh, apocalyptic and uh, messianic and uh, how would you say it, uh, millennialist type. uh, Right. uh, European movements uh, like certain of mm. the extremes and the Anabaptists, and what, what you have there, uh, it, it, and if you look at the Anabaptist uh, movement in general, uh, what you have with that is you have a a very broad spectrum of people with roughly about the same uh, view of apocalypse and doctrine and things like that. However, with uh, the with practice of morality, there's a really wide divergence.
1: In this era, Cliff, 17th century, there was a focus on this um, idea of millennialism, wasn't there? Um, in the Christian oh, absolutely. world. And, yeah. Do you know why that was? What brought that about? Was it roots in the Anabaptists uh, or?
0: Well, well, really what started was the. The uh, Reformation that uh, was really a direct consequence of the uh, of the Renaissance, right? And that brought out a lot of uh, a lot of of uh, millennial expectations, uh, okay. that, including with uh, Luther himself. Well, okay. one of the reasons that Luther turned on the Jews was because he expected them to convert en masse. Yes, and he he and when they didn't do that, he turned against them. Right, because uh, he expected them to convert in mass, because he believed that the that the second coming was near. Right, and that he thought he was going to be the one to usher in the uh, events that would trigger off the apocalypse. Okay, but he came to that that conclusion from the reaction of the popes right. and the reaction of the of the, uh, of the princes of the earth. And, and the, the these, these massive clashes between them, uh, were, was representing the, you know, the, the a type of Armageddon. Yeah. And that, he was seeing that Armageddon wasn't happening in Israel. You know, they, they weren't worried so much about a literal, uh, event there. But they, they were seeing Armageddon as being, uh, perhaps a, a, a massive war between the forces of Antichrist, which he saw as the Pope and uh, the forces of good uh which uh, would would probably take the worst of it but when they were defeated that uh, he expected Christ to come
1: right and so then from that it's no surprise that we find people like zvi and frank and others popping up at this time um sure. uh, in this milieu of expectations and
0: yeah and, and and it was it was there anyway i mean you know the right. the uh, christians were were feeling that. Jews were probably feeling that, and probably even the Turks, you know, yes, and, and yes. The, the Muslims were probably wondering, okay, what's going on over there? And in fact, they had to know what was going on, because they, they were sometimes involved in it. And the thing about the Jews, and, 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 and the last time I also mentioned, uh, you know, with a kind of a long introduction, uh, talking about how the Jews perceive uh, the uh, the Messianic uh, uh, concept, and, and one, one of the things I didn't really get into but uh, but I know you've heard of it is is the uh, the the uh, son of David and then there's the son of uh, Joseph
1: right yes that's and, right.
0: and and these are two separate uh, entities and this uh, this dynamic uh, is definitely more at work in uh, in Judaism and Christianity obviously but the thing is it, it was it was part of how they were uh, expecting. Christ, when he came, okay, so, so instead of seeing that he might have two comings, they, they saw that there were two people. And that this, uh, uh, may have uh, been a, in fact, I'm sure it was a, 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 very, um, heavy effect on, on how they perceived Jesus. And that, that, uh, you know, I mean, they people's expectations, uh, uh, influence what they actually perceive. I, I talked to, uh, uh, joe jordan a bit about that and that uh and 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 i think that's one of the reasons why we're seeing a lot of these ufo uh abductions as opposed to maybe uh more of a demonic kind of uh sleep attack you know
1: this is one a t- totally different topic cliff but I, I, i've taught a few people to drive right what i do is well, i teach them i say listen you, you're going to see what you want to see, you know. So your perception, um, so I teach them, I've taught them, when you're coming to an intersection, you're going to want to continue through that intersection because you're going to see that there's no one there because that's what you want to see. So I, when mm-hmm. I've taught them to drive, I've said, assume that there will be a car coming through at that intersep- uh, intersection 100% of the time, Right. Um, because right. your, your mind is going to be, I just want to get to where I'm going. I want to continue through this intersection. So you're going to see what you exactly. want to see. And, um, and, it, and I think it's true about the UFO phenomena and other things that are associated with that. So I think you've hit the nail right on the head. Um, something really fascinating about this topic about Zvi for me, um, personally, um, and, and a lot of it's to do with you, mate, is because, um, he was born, um, in Izmir in, in Turkey and as you know our listeners will know you've lived in turkey and you, you've been out to izmir haven't you
0: oh yeah beautiful place fact, it, the it, bus station is is only blocks away from his house a huge uh, controversy over over whether or not they're going to let it stand as a historical monument right uh, and it wasn't really the jews who were fighting for it it, it was more of the dunmay Yes. Who were the people who were his uh, followers, mm-hmm. and they, uh, they they're, they're Muslims, and we'll get we'll get to why uh on that in a little bit here, but yeah. but they, uh, but they 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 were uh, upset that the 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 government was talking about just flattening the place, and for them it's it's a place of pilgrimage. Yes, and uh, and the government hates it because they they remain secret Jews, and so that. Uh, that, that bone of contention, uh, made it, uh, very likely they were going to tear it down, but they didn't. I, uh, I, I think that, I think really what you had is you had enough people who were also secular, uh, minded that, mm. uh, that, that thought that he was important enough to their history, which I, I sure. think he really is. So, sure, yeah. Uh, and, and all of that to, uh, to Jews in general across the world. I mean, he might be conceived, seen as a, a failure or as a, uh, traitor. Or as even a madman, but he was an important one, and and we we goyim uh, don't generally know uh, very much about why.
1: I think that's right because he was a Sephardic rabbi, right? And we know he was a Kabbalist, but a Sephardic yeah, rabbi. I think
0: Sephardic. Uh, yeah, exactly.
1: And, and he would have had some um uh, some importance even before he became the Messiah. Um, Cliff, I've got a question for you. I don't know um. Does his name actually mean the planet Saturn? Is that what this Shabtai Zvi means?
0: No, no, no. Um, uh, Shabtai is talking about the Sabbath. The Sabbath, okay. And- I well, I have to, hang on just a second, let me look real quickly. Because I think, I, I think it says what, what it means. But Zvi... um, I think it's like blessed or something,
1: right? Because I, I read somewhere that they claim that his name uh, meant the planet Saturn.
0: The reason for that would be because of the association between Saturn and Saturday. And and and, and if you uh, if you deal with people who um, work with uh, certain aspects of the occult, uh, generally speaking, uh, the Jews are said to come under under the planet Saturn. Uh, and and also the sign of uh, Capricorn, partly because of the, the Sabbath being their holiday, and there's uh, there's other reasons why, and and, uh, and but they're kind of obscure.
1: Yeah, has it got something to do with millennialism again, like the coming of the Messiah? Or is it something to do with that again? This
0: this tie it, in. With it, could. it depends on how you want to look at uh, the the mystical aspects of it. Um, it, you you do have a certain amount of that in. Uh, a uh, modern astrology, uh, right. and in fact, a lot of that comes from there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they, they, they emphasize is that the Jews uh, come pertain to earth, and so money, uh, social okay. status, uh, right. things like this are really important to them. Yeah, uh, law, uh, and and you know that that includes not just mosaic law, but but the legal profession. Uh, and, and, and if you look at Jesus' time, uh, who did he argue with? Uh, he argued with the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the Pharisees, the, uh, Sadducees, and the lawyers. <laughs> so, so, you know, I mean, there, 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 there's a, there's a point to it. And, uh, and, and when it comes to astrology, like I say, I, I don't think, uh, I I don't think you're always dealing with something that's necessarily wicked, but I I definitely wouldn't want to wade in and try to weigh things and say how good they are. Uh, So I'd definitely warn people against going into it.
1: Yes, especially if Uh, we don't know anything about it. Um, You know, it's best to be avoided.
0: uh, I I already do, and and believe me, it it, it took a long time for me to put it into any kind of perspective and and pass it on. Right. I don't recommend uh, the average person to even indulge in that. Um but anyway, uh with with Svi, he yeah, he was uh he was from uh uh Smyrna. Smyrna and yeah. he was born the ninth of Av.
1: Mm. Mm. Interesting date. <laughs> that
0: that date comes back again. Yes. And, and I, I suppose some people uh uh really uh don't know what that's all about. The temple mm. uh uh with the Babylonian um, exile, uh, they, they, they destroyed the temple on the ninth of Ab, mm-hmm. And I, I, I believe, uh, so did it, it also occurred again mm. with Titus.
1: That's right.
0: Uh, so the temple was destroyed twice on that date. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether or not that's true is another issue, mm. but, but we can be fairly well guaranteed it was probably right about the same time of year. Right. Now there, there, there were really big problems with the Jewish calendar. Uh, right up until, uh, oh, goodness, close to 400 A.D., right. and when they did the reform then. And, you know, when people talk about, well, Constantine changed the day that we had. <laughs> it's a- oh, boy. Well, the reason he did is because the, the rabbis and their calendar were so screwed up that they they, they were – it was just like uh, Ramadan right now. You know, it, it, it passes from one time of the year to the next, you know. Right. That, that's how the Jewish calendar, it was a lunar calendar, uh, worked, you know, it just, it, it, until they put that, uh, I, I think they call it an epact, where they have a, a group of days that uh, makes it into, uh, a, a 360, the 365 day year, you know, that, that remains a little bit more stable. And, uh, so, so there were problems with the calendar in the old times, but, uh, but, but, they they're, they seem to be pretty sure that it was the ninth of Av in both cases.
1: Yes, that's right. And so so we have um being born on the ninth of Av and if you're interested in Sixes, he it was 1626 and mm-hmm. I'm I know we're going to talk about this more but he's uh, uh proclaimed Messiah in 1666. Um
0: Yeah. And we've already talked
2: about yeah. this well, fact there's,
0: that there's-
1: There's Uh, some
2: issues
0: on that, on on the year there, but but, but yeah, that is, uh, that is when the, uh, the more general propagation was, uh, I I think you should say confirmed. Right. And he actually marched on, he didn't march on, he sailed on, uh, on Constantinople. Yeah. In 1666. And and so that, that, that year, uh, is, uh, really the effective year of his uh rise to the Messiah ship. Now with Svee, his his family was in the import business. Right. And uh one of the places that uh that his family's uh ships were, were going to with a great regularity mm-hmm. was England.
1: Ah, oh, okay.
0: And, uh, yeah, and, and, and they dealt with the English quite a bit. So they, they picked up, uh, some of the uh millennia, millenarianism <laughs> <laughs> that, that was going on in, uh, in Europe from that. Uh, you know, there, 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 there was the war that occurred between, uh, uh, the, uh, the British and the, uh, the uh, Dutch. Mm-hmm. There was the, uh, the wars uh, going on on the continent, uh, and there was, uh, the Elizabethan era had, had ended, uh, and, in and, and you were getting, uh, uh in the 1660s, uh, that was, uh, that was right around the time of Cromwell, um, and his, uh, uh, uh commonwealth, the, the, the protectorate. And, uh, they were, there, there was a, a huge move in England to, Bring the Jews back. Yes. Into England. And, yes. uh, they've been, uh, expelled by, uh, uh, Edward, uh, uh, Longshanks. That's right. And, uh, he, he had expelled them. And that, uh, during, during, uh, Elizabeth and, uh, uh, James's period, uh, they, they were petitioning very hard to bring them back. Just as an aside,
1: uh, just as an aside, Cliff, I, yeah. um, uh, I note that, um, our good old friend Eddie actually marked the Jews with, uh, they had to wear a yellow, um, a portion of yellow, uh, cloth on their clothing. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm not saying it was a yellow star as in, um, you know, later times, but it, it was a yellow cloth to mark them out.
0: Yeah. I don't think it was a star. I think it was mm. something
1: else. That's just an uh, aside, just as an aside, but
0: yeah, it's an interesting aside though. Mm. Well, well, the star of David, uh, and its association with the Jews, uh, mm. really wasn't all that old. Uh, we have no proof that it goes back to, uh, mm. the time of Christ or anything. Uh, That's right. we, we, we do have proof that it came out somewhere in the middle ages. Yeah. Uh, that this association really, uh, took on, uh, more flesh and, and, and you see it in Spain, you saw it in, uh, Germany and you saw it in Poland and everything else. So anyway, but that, but that, yeah, that association came later and, and, uh, Eddie, uh, did that so that he could move them out. Yes. And he single them out for, uh, ill treatment and everything else. Yeah. Now, now some of them went up to Scotland and there were, there were, there were some that, uh, uh, managed to, uh, fly under the radar up in like Glasgow and, uh, some of those cities. We which, have,
1: uh, we have taken a, a, a wild turn here, but I'd also point out one of the things that he did do though, Cliff. He gave them like ten years, didn't he? he didn't just, mm-hmm. It didn't just—it wasn't instant. I think it was it ten or fifteen years he gave them to finish up their up their business, and then they were gone. I, well, I, I seem to remember that somewhere.
0: That sounds right. He, but he was a cruel person. Uh, there's oh, there's no getting around. it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and part of part of why he did all that was he was wanting to take some of their wealth. Uh, he was he was he was a, a very cruel king, and uh, you know the, the depiction of that he got in uh, uh, Braveheart. Uh, isn't entirely uh, wrong. I mean, mm. he was he was a man's man, and his mm. son was uh, his son was gay, and uh, yeah, he, he right. did, yeah. that drove him to just distraction. To to get back to speed, there were two seminal events that uh, that had occurred uh, before mm. he was born, oh. and and and, uh, and 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 like I said, uh, with with the first time that I went through and, and explained some of all this a lot of the uh, a lot of the expectations of the Jewish people for for the Messiah uh, were a pretty direct result of uh, their status in the world at the time. you know what what kind of treatment they were getting right uh, and, and, and so during pe- times of peace and uh, prosperity uh, the, the the Messiah was the furthest thing from their mind. But in times of persecution, uh, the expectations would rise dramatically. And, and there were two two things that uh, that had, had occurred before that that were of great importance. The first one was 1492 expulsion from Spain. Yes, and there were there were numerous uh, uh, messiah. You know, Cliff,
1: um, we see early on in his um, in his lives v. You know, he's studying Kabbalah, studying Talmud, mm-hmm. but he does something that you shouldn't do. Um, in Jewish circles and he starts to pronounce the the tetragrammaton yeah. um can you yeah. tell us for those of us who don't know what the tetragrammaton is and what it means to to Jews to if you start pronouncing that
0: yeah the tetragrammaton is the uh, four uh, letters of a uh, god's name right uh, your pair valhay yeah, Vav uh, Hey. Actually, yeah. I should say Vav, not Val. Uh or Wow. <laughs> wow. And and, uh, and, and really, uh, they don't know how it was pronounced. In fact, they don't know if it was a V or a W sound. Okay. Um. It, I, well, well, you know, they just don't know. I, the, there's there's so many questions in it. Um, uh, generally speaking, uh, we can say that uh, the name Yahweh or more properly Yahweh right was the uh, pronunciation of it and, and and the reason we say that is because that is the third person form uh, although it's uh, slightly deformed uh, of of the word to go and and uh, we we have that uh a a he who makes it, things be, but see, see, actually, God's name is a verb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and,
2: and,
0: and it means that I am, that I am, I will be, will, and I will be, and I was when I was, uh, and not in that order. But with that, 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 all three of these ideas are in 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 uh, action. Uh, these, the best way that we uh, recognize the uh, the meaning of the name is uh, by saying the living God. Right, right. Uh, he, who, he who is and will be and who made all things. He shouldn't be using the term, though. He shouldn't be using the name. No, because, well, the Jews stopped using the name because they were afraid that they would blaspheme it and yes, that they would use yes. it in vain. And so that they, they had uh, so completely not used it that, that actually the, the name itself was lost. Now, you, you, get, you get a lot of people now, you know, the sacred namers especially, that they all right. have a little philosophy on how it should be pronounced. Yeah. And, and, and what here are hearing a lot of them say now is Yahuwah, yes. uh, which there, there is no proof that that has ever been pronounced ever. And, and what, they, what they're assuming is that, that between each letter there is a vowel. That assumption is not necessarily valid. Yeah. And uh, but but then it's also where the name Jehovah or Jehovah comes from. Is that the name of God? Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, we don't think so. It, it's more likely Yahweh. Right. I've 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 looked at a lot of information on this over the years. I mean, when I was into the occult, this was a really really important thing.
1: Yeah. That's why I brought it up. I knew you'd have a have an idea. Yeah.
0: Well, when you when you're dealing with the uh, with the the uh, Kabbalah and the Kabbalah does a uh, does affect other aspects of the occult. It's it's probably yeah. the most uh, sophisticated uh, uh, Gnostic uh, form uh, in in the world, and and there, that doesn't mean that all Gnostic forms, uh, you know, are still operating. It had all kinds of different. Uh, groups and, and 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 you know even the the Kabbalah refers uh to one or another of them at different points too you know even though it doesn't give credit but with be, you know you got the carpocrations you know with uh, their uh with their orgies and stuff uh so so you know the, the, the there's a there's always this this return to to first century you know that that occurs with all this stuff and and uh, but the but the, whole, the holy name hasn't been pronounced uh, with regularity since probably I think it's uh, the second century B.C. to uh, stopped using it.
1: Is that right, Cliff? This this use of this holy name led led to his excommunication.
0: He was expelled from uh, Smyrna. Yeah, uh, Izby, uh, because of it. Yes. See, see, his the thing about him he he was a very big man. And, uh, and, and he had a great voice, beautiful voice. Right. And, but but he, wasn't, uh, he wasn't well suited for business. Uh, he was, uh, they, they believed that he was bipolar to an extreme. Oh, okay. All right. His mood swings uh, had a lot to do with how he would behave. And, and 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 he would go through these manic periods in which it, it, he would proclaim himself as a messiah, and that he would uh, he would just start spouting uh, all this stuff from the Kabbalah, and and and, and people are like, wow, I, I've never heard it done that way, and things like that. And and, and he would just do these really remarkably bizarre things. And then he would come down, and he would he would regret everything he did, and he'd uh, and he'd be as slow as low, low and, and people thought that the pain that he, he was enduring was so intense that he was actually enduring pain for others. So, so he he had people almost from the beginning who in him messianic terms. And, uh, and and that was why was that his, his he had a great degree of empathy as well because he was, he was hurting so badly, you know, emotionally a, a, a great deal of the time. You know, he he's like uh he was like uh, Bill Clinton, you know, I feel your pain, you know, and he need to hug you and cry with you, you know. Mm. Uh so so his parents uh saw very quickly he wasn't uh really made for the family business. Right. And they, they sent him off to Shula to uh, learn learn uh you know, learn learn to become a basically a rabbi. Yeah, and and so so when he when he was using the the sacred name, uh, yeah, it offended people very deeply, and he was yeah. expelled from Smyrna. He yeah. was also expelled from Thessaloniki, uh, mm-hmm. which uh, which is another major uh, area for Jews uh, up until really uh uh world well world war two really really ended it but uh but it but it changed before then uh, it changed with the Ottoman Empire receding there was another event that had occurred and and I was getting to that
2: uh, yeah.
0: and it, it was um I don't know the time he was born, but the Kmelniki massacres had occurred those were uh, the worst pogroms uh or pogroms of the time. Uh, and they occurred in, a, in the area there uh, between, really between the Ottoman Empire, Poland, what was left of Poland, uh, Russia. What the deal was, was there was a huge uh, uh, Jewish community in that area. That, and that goes back to the uh, Khazars.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: And, uh, and, and that's really where they, they were, It was in that, that general region. And and this region will will uh, take on more importance with Frank because he was from. Them. And so the, these uh, these pogroms were so bad that uh, it, it drove a lot of uh, Jewish people out. There were thousands. I, th- I think it was tens of thousands that were murdered. And uh, and and the the expectations were extremely high, and that that fed also into it. See see the the thing uh the thing about the uh, different Jewish communities. Uh, we we generally want to say that the Ashkenazi ones are all Europe, you know, and they were all over Germany and uh, Holland, and you know they they were the European ones, and the uh, the ones from Spain, the uh, what do you call them, uh, the,
1: Sephardim. the
0: Sephardim. yeah, the Sephardim uh, were mostly Spanish, and they ended up all over uh, all over the uh, Arab and Turkish world. Right. Well, well, that's not that's not exactly true. Uh, there were a lot of Sephardim that went to uh, to Germany.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, there was a number of them that went to uh, to uh, England, uh, also Italy. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, particularly Italy. Uh, Italy was a huge stop for a lot of them. but also saw Holland, and then, then of course uh, all through the Arab world and the uh, you know, the Ottoman Empire. Uh, in, in fact uh, i heard uh, I heard the Sephardic uh, dialect uh, mm. while well, it was in in Turkey mm-hmm. but, and and they they were my neighbors uh, or some of them there was a, a Sephardic church uh, or not church but uh they don't even call it a synagogue it's something else mm. uh, it, and it was in my neighborhood in fact uh it was really close to uh the closest church to me. Right. Uh, which I never actually went into, but it, it was, that church was, uh, was Armenian, I believe, and, and the Savartic, uh, temple, I guess, I guess you call it, was, uh, was right there. There was also, uh, uh, a, uh, a, 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 a Karaite, uh, uh, temple there too. Mm. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I lived in a really, really colorful neighborhood, really. You,
1: you did, because you weren't far from, um, a synagogue, were you, which dated back to?
0: I was next door. I was look. I, I, every morning, I would look down into the uh, into the courtyard there, that uh, that synagogue. Yeah, and that was built probably right at at this time. Yeah, the 1660s
1: uh, or something.
0: Yeah, yeah well, they, they say circa 1670, but, uh, mm-hmm. but I, I'm gathering it was earlier than that, uh, and that there is a possibility that he spoke there, uh, so he did. Hmm. Now, there's, uh, there's definitely one more than Chapa area where my my friend uh, Dave lived, and he he went there. Uh, and, in fact, he's part Sephardic, uh, so he, uh, he had a particular interest in it.
1: It's the uh, manuscript called The Great Wisdom of Solomon. In it, there's a part that goes, um, I, Abraham, was confined in a cave for 40 years. And I wondered greatly that the time of miracles did not arrive. Then was heard a voice proclaiming, a son will be born in the Hebrew year 5386. So that's 1626 to Mordecai's V and he will be called Shabtai. He will humble the great dragon. He, the true Messiah, will sit upon my throne.
0: That is one of those those spurious documents that was going out around the time that he was uh he was being joined. and and it's interesting there was a a lot of this kind of stuff that went out mm-hmm. and, it, and and you know it, it some of it got caught up in some of the magic books of the, of the eighteen hundreds and stuff.
1: This is one of the things that um he used to um uh, further his claims for messiahship because you know it it was written by a guy called Abraham Yakini
0: Yeah 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 mm. he was he was one of the uh, more uh, prominent uh, followers mm. um in fact I, I believe he became one of the dunmeh What happened with him okay he he bounced around all through the uh the closer areas of uh, the uh Ottoman Empire, he didn't really get very far, like, up north, uh, close to uh, uh, Bohemia and things like that. He didn't get, and he didn't get very far over in, uh, like, say, Algeria or something. Hmm. But but he did travel, uh, he did travel all through, like, Egypt and uh, 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 Iraq and... Uh, and uh, uh all through anatolia and uh a lot of the greek islands he's he was in and he of course went to jerusalem a couple times and he got in trouble in jerusalem too <laughs> as could be well imagined but but the main area of uh of a jewish scholarship was safed
1: that's right yeah
0: that's where the where luria is, uh his uh, his Kabbalah was uh uh, you know, really uh, worked over, and that was a great school. It even so, he he was uh, he was considered uh, one of the more creative thinkers in Kabbalah at the time. See that that made him a, kind of an automatic candidate for messiahship, as it was. But but really, uh, the turning point in his career was when he was trusted to. Uh, uh, by the uh, by the uh, uh Jerusalem uh Jewish community to uh, obtain uh finances because they were having uh they were having a lot of problems maintaining uh, uh the schools and, and things and and they, they they were just totally impoverished well they sent him to uh to Egypt uh, as a kind of a diplomat to try to raise funds for them and, and he did a fantastic job of it, uh, which uh, which really raised his estimation for a lot of people. And, and in his travels uh, for the uh, the Egyptian and uh, and uh, Jerusalem communities, he ended up in Gaza. And in Gaza, he met a very important person, and that was uh, Nathan of Gaza, who was who had the uh, reputation of being a prophet. And Nathan is the one who, uh, well, okay, Shoptime went to him because he thought that Nathan would be able to diagnose, because he had the reputation for this, that uh, when you walked in, he, he would diagnose exactly what was wrong with you. Okay. And that, uh, that Nathan could tell him how to fix the problem with his depression. Uh, he, he would have gladly given up these delusions uh, of grandeur if it would have gotten rid of the depression. He just couldn't deal with the depression anymore. I mean, he was totally, terribly suicidal and uh, just a total wreck, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I, uh, you know, you feel kind of sorry for him, what you read about him, you know, that how yeah. low he would get. Yeah. And uh, But Nathan, as soon as he saw him, said, you're the Messiah. But Nathan was a catalyst. Nathan, uh, Nathan was... Much younger, uh, he was. Uh, he was an expert in the Kabbalah, and in fact, he was probably even more creative and uh, and uh, dynamic with the uh, use of the Kabbalah than uh, even Chabad fee was. Right. But but he didn't have that charisma. Uh, he recognized that immediately on Chabad feet as soon as he walked in the door. He saw that. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter how low he was, there was this this, this essence about him that. Uh, that Nathan, uh, perceived immediately and responded to. What, what happened with, uh, with, with, uh, Nathan was that, that he was galvanized, that he was finally given that purpose in life that he was always looking for. He was an excellent writer, for one thing. Mm. And, and that document that you just read, that, that, that was a lot of, uh, Nathan's doing, that he was getting publicists and things, uh, to uh, to promote V, the Great Messiah, uh, to uh, who who would uh, challenge the Great Grand Turk, you know, on his own on his own territory. Yeah, yeah. he would walk up with the Great Red Dragon and uh, pull him by the tail. <laughs> 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 and and that's the kind of language they were using. You know, it was it's really kind of funny. But the the thing the thing that's happening all this time, the, these rumors are starting. To go from from the Ottoman Empire out
2: mm.
0: through the Jewish communities, it, you know, because nothing is happening in a vacuum here. Yes, you know, you have you have Jews crossing the line back and forth between uh, between the Ottoman Empire and uh, and uh, what's growing into the Russian Empire. This is occurring all through this, and uh, the the Ottomans' grip on uh, certain areas is, is uh, fading. And, who's in the void well the jews are
3: <laughs> right you
0: know they're moving with that that void because uh you know they're they're escaping the pogroms from from the that are occur- occurring in europe and and they're also kind of uh balancing themselves on this tightrope and with the uh with the muslims of uh of the ottoman empire so that, you know, they, they're, they're in a really precarious position and, and that, that's why they're, they're, they're just expecting the Messiah. And it's like the Messiah's got to be coming. I mean, we're going through all this trouble. He's got to be coming, right?
1: M- mentioning these pogroms at the time, um, uh, I think it might be pertinent at this point to
0: talk about his wife, Sarah. She, that, that was one of the reasons I wanted to make sure we got that in there because yeah, she, she
1: I, I knew, I knew where you it. were going. Yeah, I knew you were going.
0: Well, well the thing was was after after he met with Nathan, he had heard about her. Yes. Uh, and she was well known. Uh, she was a she was a beautiful woman and, and a beautiful child and uh and her family was killed uh, by the pogroms uh, the Chmielniki uh massacres. Hmm. And uh and she was sent to uh uh, I believe it was uh I believe it was Belgium. Right. Uh, although uh, uh, Antwerp? Amsterdam. Amsterdam, okay. It was it Amsterdam? Yeah. It, it was one of those major cities there I in the lowlands.
2: I think so, and something but, like but she, that. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, but she was adopted by a, a Flemish family, uh, in any case, which uh which would put her in either country pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and she um she and her adopted parents. Uh, uh, well, they—they, they, they, I guess that—that that she didn't uh, identify with them. They were Christians, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and she reverted back to Judaism. And, and this has nothing to do with her becoming a Jew so much, but she. Uh, she also uh, was known as one of the most famous prostitutes of uh, of Europe.
1: <laughs> now, this is the point I was I was waiting for you to bring up, um, because she did uh, um, live a life of prostitution. But Cliff, I also read that that she also believed that this at this same time that um, she would one day marry the, marry Messiah. the Messiah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I, I mean this is just too good. We,
1: we, you you could make a movie out of this. Do you know what I'm saying? It's just it's it, just too this, good.
0: Yeah, and and you know the thing is is that you, you have you have some really weird uh Christian apocalyptic uh symbols and things occurring in a very literal way here. Yep. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, 1666. You yep. know, uh Yep. Uh, of course, there was the Great Fire uh, in uh, London that year, too. Yep. Uh, he also had uh, uh, She's the Great Whore.
1: Yep, there you go.
0: And uh, he being a, a messiah of the Jews, uh, yep. and, and, and of course we believe Jesus is the messiah, so mm. the mm-hmm. he has to be a false messiah. Right. So that that, by its own logic, makes him the Antichrist.
1: Right and but you see how they use these things Cliff in that um uh he marries a a a prostitute you know a woman of ill repute mm-hmm. but um we have the story of the uh prophet Hosea in the bible doing the same thing so you can see how he's saying mm-hmm. listen I, 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 I'm 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 a, a biblical figure of some sort you know I'm related to oh, yeah. the yeah the prophets of old uh therefore you can trust me he's- and worship me
0: He's playing. He's playing this all to the hilt, and so so is uh, so so is uh, Nathan. Uh, and Nathan first uh, is a picture of the false prophet. Right, right. It's a good cliff. Right. This <laughs> is is that what you have here. So, since Jesus is a true true Messiah, then then obviously uh, any additional Messiahs to come have to be an antichrist.
1: Yes. Uh,
0: now. With Nathan, you had the false prophet, as we would see it, and and with his wife, uh, we have the whore. You know, so so we have all these different symbols with the year 1666 all coming together in, in a very literal way. It, it, in fact, maybe a little bit too literal. It's kind of, it's kind of a, little, a little a little eerie. Well, well, the thing was is that you you were saying. Uh, there's also the 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 hose you have uh, hosea and uh yeah and, yeah and, yeah and him marrying uh marrying the prostitute and all this that right. he's putting himself into that in that line also right. yeah yes yes he is absolutely uh see see that's the thing if if you look at uh, the development of of Judaism uh it, it, since since the time of Christ uh what you have is is, is a, a lot of development uh countering Christianity, uh, that they're moving away from us on one hand, but on, the, on another hand, that they are, are, are rising up in their own way uh, as, a, as a counterweight or a counterbalance or, or uh, even a, a rival. One of the things that we don't uh, reckon with is the fact that the Judaism at one time was a religion that was, uh, going after converts. And, and, and that was, that was true. I mean, right up until probably, uh, the war. I, I, I think, I think the war really took it out of Judaism and, uh, and it's kind of, uh, falling apart as a faith. I, I think, I think what you're seeing now is, uh, uh, a lot of people uh, secularizing or uh, converting uh, into other religions uh, from uh, from Judaism, and and that it's kind of a uh, I, well in recession, I, I think, would be a good way to put it. But but up until up until then, I, they they were very actively trying to get converts uh, both from uh, both from Islam and from Christianity uh even even though the uh, the muslims uh the penalty for uh for converting in, in islam is is a, is a terrible thing but there have been people that have done it over the years if uh, if nothing else uh, secretly and 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 you you you're seeing another wave of that now with isis so a lot of those people a lot of the uh, muslims are are seeing what those people are doing and they're they're noting uh the faith of the christians who they were dying with the praise of Jesus on their lips and they're, they're converting. Right. And this, 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 uh this impresses people, you know, I mean, and, and, and it did people in, in, in the day, you know, that, that they would see the oppression of the Jews and it's like, well, how do they stay that way? And, and people would look at it and they're like, well, you know, they, they would examine the faith. They would see the beauty of the faith and they would see the beauty of uh, what they do and uh, and how they would uh, uh, have that kind of belief that they were willing to die for it. That is an impressive thing.
1: I want to add something to this idea of uh, this apocalyptic image that we're drawing. Um, you know, we've talked about, you know, the, the great whore and we've got the false prophet and we've got the Messiah. Right. Um, but you also get this idea of the return of the Jews to their homeland. Um, oh absolutely. at this at this point in time, I mean you've got all of these things converging and uh, swirling around this one figure okay yeah. um s oh, yeah. uh, uh, v so you know we, we we've come from a point where a lot of us would never have heard him before to the point where I'm looking at this and going um the, you know this is a bigger deal than at first. At first blush, you know what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah, Well, yeah, oh, I, I, I certainly do.
2: Uh, in
0: fact, I agree 100%. It, 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 it is a bigger deal. Uh, you know, at first blush, we can very easily ignore him.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We
0: think that uh, maybe, you know, he was just kind of a fluke. Yes. Well, he was more than that. Uh, he came at a, at a time when, when pretty much the whole world, the whole earth, had been, uh, pretty much discovered. You know, there, there, there may have been places that weren't reached, you know, like the interior parts of Africa, uh, or, or uh, all the islands of the Indonesians, uh, or Indonesia, uh, you know, things like this. There might have been places in, you know,
2: yeah.
0: uh, Siberia that hadn't been touched. Mm. Uh, South Pole hadn't been, been reached, North mm. Pole neither. But, mm. but you know, but, but we, we, we really knew pretty much the lay of the whole earth. You know, yeah. we, we really had a good idea. And, and, and not only that, uh, the, the, the word about him was spread yeah. everywhere. Uh, there were Jews in uh, uh, the Bahamas and uh, there were Jews in Jamaica uh, who who were learning about the Shabtite There were Jews in uh, the Spanish-speaking areas as well, you know, conversos. And, and not only that, you had the Moranos, right? The, that, uh, that, uh, the, the well, the Moranos are pigs and, and, but they were, they were, uh, the secret Jews that, uh, uh, that were still there. Well, you know, they, they, they often were exiled, you know, instead of expelled to, uh, uh North Africa and they were exiled to the Americas. And so they would, they would, they would be setting the armies and stuff of Passaro, and, uh, Cortes, you know, the, the great conquistadores. And, uh, you have Jews everywhere now. And, and they were all talking about Shaptai The expectations was hysteria. Understand, he had half of, half of, uh, worldwide jewelry, jewelry believing in him.
1: Yeah. Now what I want to ask you, Cliff, is that, um, after his marriage, he returns to the community in Smyrna and he, he, he he takes over in Smyrna, doesn't he?
0: Pretty much, yeah. Smyrna is his.
1: And can you tell us some um, about the Sabbataeans? Uh, who they are, and and you know what they did. Like, what were some of his practices? What did he have his? Uh,
0: no, We talk about about uh, uh, the messiahs, and one of the points that that I made sure we t- we went over the first time around. Yes, was the idea that that you would have either a very strict. Uh, approached by the law, right, or a very anti uh, uh, antinomian one. Yes, and, uh, and 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 this was something that uh, we saw also with uh, different uh, millenarian and uh, messianic movements in Europe, uh, the, uh, the in Christendom, not just with the Jews, but also with the Christians themselves, like like the Anabaptists and stuff. Uh, with, with with his case, uh, the, the the formula. That uh Nathan and uh Shaptai came up with on, on on understanding the uh the Kabbalah and understanding how the Kabbalah and the Torah work together is by the inversion of all values. And and that's to say uh, instead of uh it being thou shalt not kill,
3: mm-hmm.
0: thou shalt kill. Right instead of that that I shall not have any gods before me means that you'll have all forms of gods before God and when you look at what the Kabbalah is okay it's it's a Gnostic um, formula and a system that solves all kinds of questions from the origin of evil to uh, uh, why the you know the world works the way it works uh, what is uh, the what is the relationship between justice and, uh, mercy, things like this? You know, it, it's a complete system. And that, uh, that came about probably, uh, as, as a, uh, full system, probably, uh, I'm going to guess around the 10th century in southern France is where it was really, uh, kind of wrapped up. But, but it, but it had been a thing that, that was, uh, uh, practice within, uh, Judaism pro-, and I'm gonna guess probably since at least the second century. And I-, and I'm gonna personally go on a limb a little bit and say <laughs> actually probably right about the time of Christ. That's when you started having the, uh, the, uh, uh Talmuds put together. They uh, have the Mishnahs and all this. And, and, and the mysticism that sprouted out from those works provided the, um, Material that created the uh, Zohar, uh, but there were but there were works before that. The book Bahir, there was uh, the uh, Merkabah uh, mysticism, you know, with the uh, with the uh, well Merkabah is chariot. Okay, so so the chariot of Elijah, uh, for example, that would carry you into the heavens. Uh, that this that they would meditate on that, and it would be transformed Transported in, into higher, higher heavens and higher heavens. So, so that the, the, the uh, material of that I think goes back to, uh, uh, actually the first century, uh, and, and right around the time of Christ. And I think that, uh, I think we can see some parts of that in, uh, the Essene uh, mysticism, but we, we can also see it in some of the, uh, some of the practices uh, probably the oral traditions of the pharisees and uh, things of this nature. Uh, but but you know that, that that's uh and, and, and maybe even maybe even earlier. I I don't know if uh uh the Maccabees may have had something to do with it too. But 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 anyway, the the thing is is I th- I personally believe that it goes back that far. Uh in in its rudimentary form.
1: Right. So what were their practices, the Sabbateans?
0: They were essentially swappers.
1: <laughs> yeah, they, they turned everything yeah. that was holy on its head, didn't they, Cliff?
0: Yeah. Uh, for feasts they would uh, fast, and for fasts they would feast. Yeah. Uh, they had a saying, uh, blessed is he who uh, permits the uh, forbidden. And, and, and basically, the, first of all, that is a blessing to God for allowing what was not allowed before. <laughs> but more specifically, it is a blessing upon Shaptai Svi as a Messiah, who is the catalyst of uh, wor- the working of God's will. So this antinomian idea uh, tends to be more popular uh, among uh, people who are speculating about what will come with the next time the Jews have their Messiah come. Right. Uh, they they tend to think that it's going to be a, a, a pretty much a Pretty much a big orgy. <laughs> so, okay.
2: Okay.
0: and that's uh, really what you have with um, with the Sabbateans. They uh, they were wife swappers, and they they uh, they they did all kinds of things uh, sexually. Uh, just everything was allowed, uh, even homosexuality. Right. Uh, so so that, that these things were were permitted. That, that's the thing, you know, that, that they, they were, were seeing everything as being, you know, closed. But now, now the Messiah has come, right? Yes. And Jesus himself even says something to that effect. Uh, you know, when, when, they, when he was asked about uh, why his followers didn't fast like John the Baptist followers, mm. followers did, mm. he said uh, the, when, when the, 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 you know, the friends are with the bridegroom, uh, they should not mourn, but the time will come when I will be taken away, and they they will fast too.
2: Mm.
0: So, so you you have this uh, this concept in Christianity, but but it comes out of a very Jewish matrix of uh, of ideas, and yeah. and and that that's really what it kind of confirms is that um, that this was, these ideas were common to what was known at the, at the time of Christ. Mm. About, about what they expected the Messiah for, for, to be like. And then, so that's why he, he, he Jesus made converts of people like, uh, for, for example, uh, uh, Joseph of Arimathea. the people of his sort uh, agreed with him because, because he, they expected this. And there were a lot of expectations that Christ fulfilled, and that today, because the time has passed, now, now, now people are kind of debating whether or not that even happened. Right, and 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 our theologians today are not what they used to be, which is a real shame. We I, I mean, we really need good theologians to to argue these kinds of points, and and this is also one of the things that uh, also kind of underscores what we should really be understanding about uh, not only about about Jesus, but also about. Uh, what in the future may come as an antichrist, you know. I mean, you know, we, we've heard people say that, you know, it's going to be the New Age, it's going to be this, it's going to be that, it's going to be another, it's going to be communist, it's going to be Muslim. No. He <laughs> has to almost be either Christian or Jewish. And that these, that these things that we've been seeing, you know, over the years with... uh <coughs> different millenarian cults and sects and what have you that, uh, and with, uh, the false messiahs of the Jews, this is what we ought to be looking at when we try to, try to determine what the future is going to bring. But, but, you know, that's what I'm saying though, is that, uh, that we, we should be focusing on, on that, uh, kind of a sweet spot, you know, of, uh, Right. What's really being what is expected by others, you know.
1: Can you tell us, Cliff, about um Zvi and his followers' attempt to take over uh Constantinople? Because I, I, I read yeah, that it, was, uh... it, it was prophesied that he would he would arrive in Constantinople and he would yeah. put he would put the crown of the um yeah. the Sultan's crown on his own head. So tell us yep. about that and what happened to him there because he got a bit of a surprise, didn't
0: he? <laughs> well, well there, there's always that difference between theory and practice, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, and, yeah, and the, the, that was one of the things. I, they, it was basically that he was going to, uh, he was going to sail up on a boat and he was going to get off the boat. He was going to grab the salt and buy a shirt, pull the crown off his head, put it on his own, and punch him in the nose
3: <laughs> so
0: that that uh that was kind of the way they were thinking of it as going, going down and and there was also uh you know the talk of the lost tribes sprouting up from uh the deserts and uh you know the river sambatyan uh uh evaporating and that they would cross it and all this uh and Sebatyan uh by most accounts uh was actually. Supposed to be a, re- a river somewhere out in the uh, deserts of the, of uh, the Ar- Arabia,
2: right?
0: Uh, it was now Saudi Arabia.
1: He, he arrives and um, he doesn't get to punch
0: the sultan in the nose. Tell us what happens. Uh, he doesn't even get to see the sultan. Actually, uh, they they pull him off the boat and they they pull, clap him in chains and they uh, they stick him in a, a prison. Um, <clears throat> just. Um, Oh, it's somewhere in Anatolia. Actually, it might even be the one that they put Dracula in and his brother. They, uh, they put him over there. Oh no, no, it's Adrianople. Yeah, okay. and and and, and uh, they did put Dracula there for a time. And at any rate, he uh, he has so much money, and uh, people are sending him so much money that he holds court there. Uh, oh yeah, and he, he has a wonderful life, you know, and uh, and and that, that lasts for for a pretty good while, and. Sultan has him brought to him in chains, and he's like, he's laying there on his cushions, he's like, so, you're the Messiah of the Jews, eh? Mm. So you have a choice. Either you become a Muslim, or I'll have you tortured to death. And he, uh, he said away to think about it for a little while. <laughs> now, it, we could be very ungenerous and uh, say that, you know, he he took the coward's way out. Right. And a lot of people want to say that, and I I don't know that I want to agree with that. Now, now when he gets off that boat and he uh, gets sent to prison, uh, his wife was actually allowed to spend time with him.
1: Right, right.
0: <laughs> and uh, and, and there, there were so many little things that he used to say about it. Because uh, he, he had a, uh, I, I think we, we could politely say that he had ED and that uh his wife being a nymphomaniac uh it, it, it took some burden off of him by letting her sleep around but, but you know it, it, it's just one of those things you know she was she was so active and he was he was like uh you know oh go ahead you know
3: <laughs> right right, right.
0: <laughs> please take care oh, of her i takes it takes some worries off of my hands. <sighs> Yeah, and and so you know, we we can actually have some interesting speculations as to why he was so permissive. Oh, uh, there, there was a, a one case uh, that I always found rather humorous, so uh, that uh, that he asked this guy uh, if uh, he slept with his wife, and he said, "Well, you know, that she was expecting you." <laughs> and he says, and, and he told him, "Well, I I just." Uh, didn't feel like it. And he's, uh, he's like, too bad. it was been the best experience you ever had. <laughs> oh my
2: goodness.
0: So, uh, <laughs> he had a pretty high opinion of her. <laughs> yeah. At least. Um, and, and so, so, you know, I mean, there's, there's some funny things that come out of that, but, uh, uh but apparently uh, these are, aren't just apocryphal, but these are actually things that he said because, right, right. uh, of his condition. <laughs> And uh, they—they—that's they, one of the, also one of the reasons they think that he may have had, uh, have been a, uh, a fully uh, 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 manic depressive, uh, bipolar. It was that uh, that the lows uh, rendered him incapable of being interested in sex at all, and that uh, that was um, one of one of the indications. Um, so, but, but, but at any rate, uh, the, 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 the thing is, is that he, when he was in prison, he, he held court, and he, his, 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 uh, his reputation grew while he was there. And that's one of the reasons why the sultan had to eventually give him a choice, because really he was being made a laughingstock the whole time that, that, that Shabdai Svi was sitting there uh, growing right. in, in the world's estimation. Yeah. And he couldn't, he couldn't have that.
1: Because he was kind of still holding court, wasn't he while he was in prison wasn't he
0: absolutely mm-hmm. uh, he he was probably he, he I, I think his reputation grew in that period of time right and that uh that until the the sultan confronted him and gave him the choice of death or conversion the the like i say the the people were laughing at at the at the sultan and they were they were thinking maybe. Maybe he was going to, you know, just go up and slap him, you know. Right, right. But that didn't happen. He 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 didn't really get the chance to hit hit the guy.
1: What about what about after his after his um so-called conversion cliff, the stories that uh he flip-flopped between Judaism and Islam um uh, seems to be whatever suited him at the time. That's just my opinion. But that report also that he, he announced that, uh, at Passover one time he got filled with the Holy Spirit and had, had, had received the revelation. So there's a lot going on with this guy.
0: Yeah. And, and even the conversion, uh, doesn't, uh, end it. And, uh, um, right. that's what I was getting at. Yeah. That, uh, and, and, well, well, the thing is, is that by, by the inversion of the values, okay, the one of the things that, uh, uh, the Kabbalas teach is that you know that that you can, you know, gematria, right? That that we, that each yeah. letter of the um, of the Torah has a, has a numeric value, and that equal numeric values, the words words and phrases uh, that have the equal values have equal meanings, right? And that uh, that that you just need to expand the context in order to understand the mystical meaning, and I I think I think you get into a little bit much there, and I think that's where it really uh, departed from uh, what was the original Kabbalah that uh, I think at times was legitimate and that the the, the, uh, Christian Kabbalah emerged from initially. But but when it developed more with the uh, the Lurianic stuff, I I think that it really got further and further away from the Bible, and uh, as a consequence, there was less and less that was worth. uh, in my opinion worth uh retaining now now that said uh, the 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 whole idea of inversion though is a really creepy one uh, and and when you think about it see that that is exactly the the uh values that are espoused in satanism and uh, the the this type of value is also espoused in certain gnostic uh uh, formulations as well, in which where you just turn everything on its head. And, so, is it you know, fair to say they're of equal meaning?
1: Yes. So, is it fair to say this is also the teachings of uh, Alistair Crowley?
0: Crowley, Crowley's not too far from this, uh, and 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 that's that's one of the things here is that that this uh, this inversion of values
2: hmm. uh,
0: it is uh, is not an uncommon one. Hmm. But but it's also one that has a very sinister uh, overtone. You right. know, it, when we make polar, paired opposites, a lot of times we think they're valid, but they're not. I mean, uh, black and white are not really opposite. Uh, it, it, you know, you think about what they are. Well, why does the inclusion of all color, whereas black is the negation of color, right? Right, right. Uh, well, well, actually, actually, it's the other way around. Um, but but uh, the thing is, is that they aren't really the same thing. You know, the, the opposite is not equal. It doesn't balance necessarily. Uh, good and evil are not truly opposites. Uh, evil is usually a good that has been twisted, whereas good is good. Uh, so can you say they are opposites? Not really. So what you what you have uh, sometimes when you try to make these uh, paired oppositions is that you have a a, a rather faulty system uh, that uh, doesn't necessarily have a have a valid uh, thesis behind it.
1: What 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 fascinates me though, and we could use Zvi as our example in this um, point here, is that. Um, Obviously, intelligent people following him and falling for this stuff. You've got Jew- Jewish people who uh, would understand oh. stand the Jewish traditions, and they think that it's okay to turn it all upside down. So, so Cliff, uh, my understanding is that um, the Sultan got got a bit annoyed with the goings on of uh, Zvi holding court in prison. Tell us what he did with him and 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 how his life ended.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. He sent him to uh, Albania eventually, right? Uh, but but for a while, he was actually the keeper of the uh, uh, keeper of the uh, royal bedroom. Uh, and he was actually made into a special, um, o- given a special office within the uh, compound of the uh, palace. And well, that that's initially what happened, and then uh, then you know he he uh, he just sent he ended up sending him to Albania just to get him out of his hair because you 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 could never have a guy like him ever be a normal Joe, you know. Sure. He he just it's just not going to happen with him, you know. He's he's uh, he he wants the attention, and uh, when he's on his manic highs, he's going to go way out of his way for him too. Yeah. And uh, so, so he was eventually sent to Albania, but, but Albania was also where a lot of the Bektashis were.
2: The main thing
0: is that he, he was converted because the, the Bektashi uh, system of mysticism had enough in common with the Kabbalah that, that actually he saw becoming Muslim a means of recovering the light that is in Islam. So he was going to save the Muslims, was he, as well? That's kind of the point. Oh, uh it, wow. the 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 whole idea that's behind uh uh the the Kabbalah includes ideas of uh light and uh the the essence of mm. god yes. put in the creation and that some parts of it are disseminated all through different uh, religions and uh philosophies and uh walks of life and things and and how do you how do you bring that back together? You know, uh, what proceeds from God comes back to God. Okay, and, and, and I think that's a general principle uh, in, in, in just about every uh, religious thinking. And the, the, this idea of uh, bringing back the, the parts that were lost in, in the different uh, places of darkness, uh, this, uh, where, where, again, we could get into some very sinister territory. Uh, but but at the same time, the reasoning behind it isn't sinister. Uh, the reasoning behind it actually is the idea of uh, all things are potentially redeemable. Right. And and so you know that, you know good intentions right pave the highway to hell. Sure, but but sure, at the same time sure. we, I think we really kind of need to understand the the motivations behind even even some of the worst things that we can imagine that sometimes the motives behind these things are not ignoble you know yeah. sometimes they're they're actually quite respectable right and, and i think I think we have to say that about about what shopais v uh, was seeing here and and he and uh he and Nathan both, uh, throughout both of their lives, maintained the, this as the truth. That this is the reason why he did what he did. And there were there was a large number of people within the Ottoman Empire. They're called the Dunme. It's D-O with mm-hmm. two dots on it. Yep. Uh, N-E at uh, and and these people converted with him into Islam. Right. And they, they, uh, and, and, and you know, because we're, we're going to have to wrap up because we're, you know, running out of time and connection. To sure, yeah, we are. Yeah. How, how
1: did how did Sve die? Because I know there's um, we got two different stories about his death.
0: Yeah, and and it's hard to say which one's true. Um, as far as most of the world was concerned, he wasn't so uh, relevant anyway. And, and, and he was, uh, imprisoned in, uh, in, uh, uh, Albania. Mm. There, let me take a look here. Montenegro. Mont- oh, yeah, Montenegro, yeah. I think some people thought he was murdered. Um, yeah, that's right. That's what I'm wondering.
1: Was he, was he hung or did he die of natural causes?
0: I think he probably, uh, died of uh, natural causes. But, right. uh, but you know, some people think he was executed
3: uh, by yes. hanging. Yes.
0: I, I, <laughs> I'll be really honest. I haven't really dug into that too okay. much. Okay. I, I can see why they would hang him.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
0: But but I I think that most people considered him pretty irre- irrelevant by that point. Right. Um. Uh, that that uh really what he was doing, he was setting his daughter up to be the uh, spokesperson for the whole movement. Right. And I, I think he was more concerned in the long run of uh how that movement would fare. Yeah. You know, how it would uh uh you know continue after he was dead. Uh but but the, the thing is is that the movement uh, had had converts all over the world and a lot of them were secret. What you have and, and, and so you had you had this idea within Judaism at this time of the conversion into other religions as a means of salvation. Right, right. Uh, uh, and also as a means of also bringing in the Jewish um, doctrines of the Kabbalah. Right. I mean, it could play into any number of things, including certain aspects of the New Age. But I think what we, what we should probably look more at, is why we have people like Madeline Albright and uh, 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 John Kerry and uh, uh, just all kinds of uh, people in the West. Who are suddenly proclaiming, proclaiming themselves as being Jewish?
1: Right, right, yes,
0: and not mentioning that before, and mm. maybe not being aware of it themselves. I, yeah, perhaps, I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That, that that really gets into some really weird areas, and uh, and we'll see where the, you know where it goes because uh, when, when we come to Frank, we get into. Uh, a lot of really la-la-land stuff. <laughs> and we get it, but we get into some real questions that uh, that come from that weirdness and uh, that uh, I, I don't know that we can answer.
1: We might leave it there, Cliff, and uh, we might have to take it up at another time. Um, that was uh, uh, very interesting, and uh, there's a whole lot more to talk about. But um, thanks for Messiahs 2, Cliff Garner.
0: Okay, catch you.
1: Well, I hope you enjoyed that. You heard Cliff mention towards the end there that there may be space for another episode in this vein. So I'm not sure where we'll go with that, but we'll see what happens in the future. Don't forget, you can find a wide variety of shows in our archive at www.lightflintradio.com where we make everything available for free. We have nothing to sell. The only thing we ask is you share our shows around with your friends, share the URL to our website with your friends and family, and uh, for those who have already done that for us, we are very grateful. If you want to email us, you can send your email to gk at likeflintradio.com. That's all lowercase, gk at likeflintradio.com. Um, a quick shout out to all our listeners in Chile, France and Germany. Thank you for listening in. Um, we've noticed a lot of downloads from those three nations. So God bless you all. And until next time, God bless and huru.
3: With the- Closing of a doorway Estrangement of me to the truth inside Finally brought to my knees In time to reconcile Standing in the wake of hindsight I close my eyes I close my eyes